Rhea Ripley's like, I found my fourth member of uh, for War Games. She's like, me and him, and poor Dakota, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai had that face. <laughs> so, you see it in the back. Oh my like, you hear the God. music in the back of her face. She's like, oh. when you try your best, <laughs> but you don't succeed. <laughs> Welcome to Grapples for Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not anyone can handle two Osorio brothers at the same time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples for Apples. That's Grapples the number two, two apples, Google Play Music, or on Apple Podcasts. Whichever way you like to listen to us, as long as you're listening, that's all we care. As usual, I'm one of your hosts. Will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined, as usual, by my hetero life mate. The very sensual. Very toy. Mr. Sunglass Zen Knight himself, your boy, Shades. And unfortunately... But also, but also, of course, joined by. Fortunately, I have to share the stage <laughs> with yet another what? person. That is absurd. Uh, Tell the people who you are, man. Like I said before, I am Jason, aka Cash, and of course, you know Jeremy does not like that. Who? Any business? Shades. Shades. Yeah. Arguably the original Osorio. The isn't original the Osorio. <laughs> the one that, that doesn't like sharing spotlights with nobody. <laughs> if I was Matt Rowe, I'd be the original Brosorio. <laughs> okay. As always, we got a loaded episode for you guys today. We got some big news from Impact Wrestling. We got some NXT signings. A WWE contract extension. We got some AEW, including a... So a promo that's been talked about all week. We got some NXT with some teasing of a faction. And then, of course, Raw and SmackDown. Before we get into all of that, Jason, ring that bell. All right, so as usual, we'll start with our non-WWE news, folks. Now, this is kind of WWE, non-WWE. Dwayne the Johnson Rock has announced plans... To make a movie about the life of Mark Kerr, who's a former MMA star. Now, I'm not really too familiar with this guy. I'm not mm-hmm. super familiar with MMA. But if The Rock's interested in making a movie about him, it's got to be something. I mean, I've only known um, about, like, Mark Kerr. This is, like, bare bones UFC. Like, UFC 1... Uh, We're no talking about basic, like, like when no there were no weight rules. classes, yeah, no weight say. classes, no rules like groin punches and yeah, all yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> um, I don't really know too much of uh, talking about Mark like Gracie Kerr. versus Shamrock kind of stuff. Exactly. Oh um, but I know that Mark Kerr, um, he got really sick recently, mm. and he's been hospitalized like multiple mm. times. Um, if I'm not mistaken, former heavyweight champion or somewhere like he, he won one of the UFC early UFC tournaments. Mm. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this. I mean, um, if there's anybody that the UFC would want to make an early movie about, it mm. would be 
uh, one of the Gracies, uh, Ken Shamrock, That's Mark really Coleman. Like right. those are. But you know what? Maybe. You know, if if this is a guy who's struggling with his health, if they can shine some light on him and maybe get some money his way, mm-hmm. then you know I'm all about it. You know, we'll see what happens. Some proceeds. Yeah, for sure. To help him out. Yeah, definitely. And then back to some current in-ring news. I feel like we've talked about this wrestler, what, three weeks in a row now? Yeah. And where they're going with this person's career? Mm-hmm. Well, Impact Wrestling just decided to answer all our questions. They have announced that this January at Hard to Kill, the next pay-per-view, we will in fact be getting Tessa Blanchard challenging Sammy Callahan for the Impact Wrestling World Championship. I mean, look, I, I feel like Shades and I have made our opinion about this pretty clear at this point. Love it for her, which is way too Way soon. too early. Way too early. Like I said, we, we were uh, fantasy booking uh, a couple of weeks ago. How can she stay relevant when yeah. she wins the Women's Championship? Then later on, down the, uh, we said Slammiversary, or one of the yeah, other yeah, yeah. big uh, pay-per-views they have. Challenge for the X Division title. Mm-hmm. Win the X Division title. Be the you know simultaneous champion. Sit on yeah. Sit on that for a while. But uh, just gonna rush they said, it. "Buck all that. We're going to fast no women's cha- yeah, yeah. basically fast tracker. No women's championship. No X Division championship. Sammy Callahan's champion. Let's take it off of him. That's it. But now they're gonna. So what interests me is that they're announcing this. Two months ahead of time. They can build it. Yeah. Yeah, but... I don't know. Look, Impact has been killing it lately, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm, a little inclined to trust them right now. But if their track record proves anything, I'm very concerned. Okay, with... so let's look at the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty recent, uh, actually. is um, Cody mm-hmm. basically announced... Him going for the AEW championship, right? I would say maybe two months in advance. Fair. And their build for their match. Fair, fair, fair Not point. Bad. Fair point. Fair point. But fair play. AEW, Impact, two different programs. Exactly. AEW's been hitting on all cylinders, and Impact's finding their footing. Yeah. Like sometimes and throughout they're good, their sometimes entire they're bad, sometimes right. they're good, sometimes they're bad. And throughout their existence, they've been. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, they, they, they these guys reach some serious peaks and serious valleys. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm very interested to see if by the time we get to January, if maybe our minds are changed, and maybe by January we're like, okay, this makes sense to happen now. I just don't want to get that WWE feeling. 100. You know, we're just like, yep. can we just get this over with? Already? Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, Tessa did win the women's title in Impact. They yeah. Just her reign was so short, you just don't remember it because she had it for like two months and then she lost it to Todd Valkyrie. Right, so it was right. like, there wasn't, it wasn't like you had to run with it. But I feel like they had to do that because Tessa is such a star right now yeah. that who was taking it off of her? Nobody. So they had to like, all right, take let Taya take it and then like the women's division impact right now is nuts. Yeah. And if Tessa was still the knockout champion... All those women are sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. So not, I, not only that, but if she's beating men, how can any of the women? Yeah, beat her? exactly. You know, because then yeah. if she beats a man one week and then the next week she drops the title to a woman, it's like. Well, it depends know. on who the woman is. It would have to be like a bruiser like Jordan Grace, who has competed with other men yeah. before, because she's like you know, 
Diesel and Brolic. Yeah. So it would have to be against like someone like her for it to yeah. be like she's not dropping it to like Kira Hogan. Like that's mm-hmm. not happening mm-hmm. if she's fighting Sammy Callahan. Like that's that's not that's not a thing. Yeah. So it's very interesting, but we'll see what happens from here. Anyway, let's let's mosey on down to uh, the performance center, shall we? So we've been talking about this for a long time, <laughs> a very long time. I would say maybe. I would say three months or so. We, like we mentioned this earlier. Scarlett Bordeaux is uh, among the new class of NXT uh, signees. Yeah. So let's let me focus on her first, and then I'll mention everyone else that it was signed. Scarlett Bordeaux, Scarlett Bordeaux, excuse me, uh, has a. This is such a head scratcher signing for me. I, yeah, I, I, I uh, agree with well. a, a particular wrestling gimmick? Yeah. Very, very I, I, particular. Exactly. <laughs> She's dominatrix. Yes. Essentially. Essentially, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, very skimpy outfits. She leather. She wears like very a leather, leather unitard. Yeah, the unitard. Yeah, yeah. Does this fit into their PG friendly era? I mean, even even if now they're going away from PG, mm-hmm. quote unquote, this still does not fit their brand. Not NXT, not NXT UK. There's nothing in WWE Raw. where it's Scarlett like the, Bordeaux can fit into. But I think that's the thing. If she if they signed her, that means they're going to repackage oh, her the way around. I, there's this like, the only thing the, that because I I've seen. Maybe two or three of her matches. Mm-hmm. She's not very good. No, she, 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 and, and no disrespect. She's not terrible. She, she's not. She, she's not she's terrible. Just not, she's an attractive looking yeah. blonde. She, like woman. if you can put her with somebody that's it's a Vince's top wet dream. <laughs> it's Vince's wet dream. That's it. Is yeah, basically let's not, that's, let's that's not like pussyfoot around it. The good, no, look, the good thing about them getting Scarlet now is that it was early enough in her career mm-hmm. that they can repackage her. And it won't be like a, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if this was, especially in today's day and age, if this would have been a year or two later where, like, Scarlet Bordeaux, the character, was fully established in wrestling, yeah, they're not going to get away with it. So no. they couldn't. But I think she's early enough in her career where they can repackage her and no one will really bat an eye. I just don't know. Like, she made that character work for her. Yeah. Here's, here's so the thing. Here's the thing. what is she going to do now? I don't think they're going to repackage her. You don't? They, where is WWE going to make room for yeah. a dominatrix in if their you company? See, you have any, like, it's not you, hard. You've seen her outfits? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> like, you've seen her <laughs> outfits? If this was 97 or like... like in the Attitude Era. The Ruthless Aggression Era. You had the Bastion Brothers... With uh, the Amazon is black woman who yeah. was the uh, dominatrix. But that was that era. This and she, era and she was dominating them. Scarlett Bordeaux is just like a sexual dominatrix. She doesn't necessarily have like gimps that she like just whips. No, she stands in the ring, does the whole strut and stuff. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> strut and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> your finisher. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I think. One, one of two they is either they're going to repackage her or, if, like Shay said, they're going to leave her the way. If they leave her how she is, where does she fit? She where, doesn't. where would she fit? She doesn't. Right now, she doesn't fit anywhere, but the landscape of the WWE can change. This is very true. 
Yeah, I mean, remember, hey, we're constantly charge. evolving. Wrestling is constantly evolving right now, so maybe. Yeah, I'm sure WWE shareholders and sponsors are going to love putting Scarlett Bordeaux on TV. Vince is going to find himself to like work an angle with himself in there. I think and what she's going to dominate him. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, wants such good. He, he wants that 18 and up view uh, male. Yeah, I think it's like from eighteen to thirty four or thirty five. AEW is dominating. Yeah, that's that demographic. Their demographic. So they're trying to get back to that attitude, attitude sable, uh, sexy type of girl thing to bring. What they're trying to capitalize on is the horny, you know, young adult. (laughs) Just like let's call a spade a spade here. It's let's. Our demographic is horny college kids. Let's put giant-breasted women, uh, on blonde TV, hair, half, dominatrix, half half nude. They'll go crazy for it. Yeah, that's not where we are anymore. In the but that's but, like, but Vince doesn't care about where we are. He cares about. He where thinks he, he only cares about what he thinks. Where we are. He's like, oh, yeah, this is uh, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. We care about storylines and wrestling and not just uh, spots and throwing a man off of the cage and boobs. Like, this is not, like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of guys are going to tutor it for her. But I don't know that. But after a while. I don't know a a lot of guys. even, Even if you do, how long can you really run that? I, I mean, you're gonna have your your uh, even Sable ran out at some point. Where look at look at their current or recent record of like quote unquote sexy women. When they tried doing the Emelina thing, fell flat. Mandy Rose, but Man- but they're not but they're using Mandy Rose as a wrestler. They yeah, take her seriously as a wrestler. <laughs> yes, she's sexualized all the time, mm-hmm. but she's supposed to be a legitimate competitor. But Lana. Lana's nothing but eye candy, and whenever they revolve a story around her, it falls flat. Yeah. Yeah. So if every time they try a solely sexual, sexualized character, the fans don't care, why would they think that it's going to work again? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wonder how many times Vince goes to Brock and goes, so what's Sable up to right now? <laughs> She busy or not? <laughs> is she old? Old? <laughs> is she old? Old? She, when was the is last she time she's attractive enough that we could work with it? When was the last time she saw her doctor? You know that doctor. <laughs> so, let's move on to other signees: uh, Shotzi Blackheart, mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell, and a referee of Stefan Smith. Yes, okay. have all been signed to NXT, uh, or their I would say developmental contract. Well, yeah, they they all sign is, NXT developmental contracts. They work on the performance center and they make their way up the ranks. So, that is good for NXT. Well, Shanti Blackheart is gaining was gaining some traction in the indie scene. I mean, I don't honestly, I have no idea who, uh, aside from Scarlet Bordeaux, I had mm. no idea who uh, Sh- uh, Shanti Blackheart, Indy Hartwell were, and then a ref. Like, I don't. Why was a ref? Why would excuse me a ref be make news? You know, like. So, I mean, like I said, Shotzi Blackheart was starting to make traction in the indie scene. Indy Hartwell I'm not familiar with. And Stephen Smith, Stephen Smith, whatever, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly. Stephon. Um, he Stephon. was a former wrestler turned ref. And I think in the uh, day and age where we're starting to see some emphasis on referees, mm-hmm. 
you know, with AEW really highlighting their referees. Um, Impact the other day had a, a referee with no legs on their show. Um, so I think I'm not too surprised to see them go, oh, yeah, let's highlight the signing of this referee. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah. people aren't... Uh, you know what? I was going to say, people don't care about their ref, and then I was like, no, nah, Red Shoes. Red Shoes is probably the most the, the, overt character in New Japan. For sure. Uh, maybe Mr. Thrill can help us out on this, because I had, I, reading this, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. The Twitter beef between Seth Rollins and uh, Papa Meltzer? Yeah. Is, is, is Sethy Poo upset that <laughs> Dave didn't give him a... A five-star uh, rating? So when they got back from Saudi, um, there was a report from Meltzer that a source told him that before Raw, there was a big meeting with all the superstars and that Seth had made a quote-unquote rah-rah speech. So then Seth went on Twitter and was like, there was no speech, and he said Dave Meltzer is either a purveyor of misinformation or someone just trying to, like, just give bad information. I don't know, something like, either you give bad info or you're just a terrible human being. Yeah. Because, like, I hope it's just, it's the former. Mm-hmm. Hashtag rah-rah. So then Meltzer went back and was like, I'm, a source told me this, this is what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. I don't give out, I never, I never intentionally give out false information. And then Seth, again, said something to Dave along the lines of that. And then it came out that everyone backed up Seth Rollins' claim that he didn't say a word. And then Meltzer had to go on Twitter and be like, got bad information. Sorry. Yeah, that's the way dice roll sometimes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, I think whoever his source is has a boner for Seth Rollins. Because why would you feed Meltzer that Rollins is giving a rah-rah speech when everyone already knows that Rollins is kind of getting heat everywhere? Yeah. You know, so it's like, who's his source? And why is he going after Seth? I mean... It's curious. Apparently AJ made a speech, and Carl Anderson said, like, a thing or two. Well, okay, so... From what I've heard, rumors... Uh, there's no actual source for this. Um, the reason they were held up in Saudi... Which of the 12 reasons are you going to tell right now? Uh, I'm going to tell the hostage situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, did you see the tweet that Carl Anderson and his wife put up about this? Yeah. Carl Anderson's wife does not want him going back to Saudi Arabia. Nope. A lot of these guys, their partners, wives, etc., want them to have nothing to do with Saudi Arabia. Ever A lot ever. of uh, superstars threaten to walk out of WWE because of the situation. Posting pictures on Twitter of them, like, on the tarmac all miserable and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. who was it? There was, um... There was one wrestler who, like, took a picture of them outside, just, like, miserable. I was like, that's not a good look. So, the rumors, again, we don't like to deal in the rumor mill, but this is all we have with, pretty with important to a, a rumor to, to, to put out there is the reason that uh, a lot of the superstars got left behind in Saudi is because uh, the, the prince... Mm-hmm. I don't wish I don't know his name. The Prince Muhammad of Saudi Arabia. Okay, that guy. Um He owes Vince a butt ton of money. Yeah. Somewhere upwards to like four hundred to five hundred million dollar range. Like he uh, didn't he didn't pay him for the last two, two shows. shows. Oh boy. So Vince was like, Oh, 
You you didn't know? <laughs> you better call somebody. Man, you better call somebody and get my money. <laughs> so Vince cuts the feed. The live feed, yeah. The live feed in Saudi Arabia. So they were delayed by like 40 minutes, something like that? And the prince said, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> we killed you, somebody. <laughs> so, um. Oh, you didn't know you should ask a shogi. Oh, <laughs> oh you can't. Oh, you can't. Because he's chopped up in turkey. So, um, you want to cut our feet? <laughs> cut you up. We're going to cut you up, infidel. <laughs> I'm taking a bunch of your people. So, they're saying that they were held up. By uh, the prince in a pseudo hostage situation. Other reports have come out that there was a fuel truck on the runway. They couldn't find the driver. There's mechanical issues. When they did find the driver, the uh, flight attendants and the uh, the pilots couldn't fly anymore, so they got to get a new crew out there. Yeah, so that that kind of holds water to me because. <clears throat> Um, pilots, um, flight attendants, all those crews, they have certain hours that they're allowed to work certain flights or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if the flight's delayed for too long and it goes past that crew shift, then you have to, they have to leave the plane and you have to wait for the next crew. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense to me. When I heard that, I'm like, okay, that could hold water. But the fact that, like, all of these wrestlers' partners are publicly saying, like, no, that's not the story, this is all a lie. Mm-hmm. But then you have people like AJ who were like, yeah, no, I don't know, there was an electrical thing, and then yeah, we were on AJ the plane, was, and then we weren't. AJ was on live stream, he was uh, streaming yes. on Mixer, mm-hmm. and he, he kind of cleared it up, but still muddied the water a yeah. little bit. It was just like, all right, uh, I don't know who to believe, but you're AJ Styles, so I have to believe you right <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the thing, is like the... The hostage situation, a lot. Alleged hostage. Alleged. Lot, alleged. Sorry, alleged. <laughs> there, but there's a lot of evidence that points to people have been posting pictures, and the spouses don't want that. Now, AJ, I'm not gonna deny AJ. He never gave anybody a reason to deny what he says is wrong. But you gotta look. There was a lot of people missing when they came back. Like, my my issue is there's too many stories. Yeah. yeah, it's way too many. And I think that's the problem is that no one no one really knows. It's, it's like a because five-year-old telling you. his parents. Uh, they know. Something. They know what's they going know. on. They just they probably can't say nothing. It's like a five-year-old telling his parent four different stories after he broke something. I feel like people like Machine Gun and AJ wouldn't lie for no. WWE. I feel like they legit just didn't know what like they were probably just confused. I think everyone has a theory. I think some people assumed put two and two together. Oh, he owes Vince money, and then Vince cut the feed, and now we're delayed. Duh! You know what I mean? Like, I think that happened for a lot of people's brains, but there's nothing. As far as I understand, there's nothing concrete that says this is what happened for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of guys. If if let's just say allegedly it did happen. I think a lot of guys know if they don't back what Vince says or say this, that they understand that, yo, my career is basically over here. If yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, a lot but of them won out anyway. Yeah, but guys like what? Styles and, and, and Machine Gun and, and Luke Gallows, they're... WWE is not the be all end all. No, they yeah. go to and, AEW. But that's the thing. They're going to go crazy. Machine they go back Gun to New Japan, and, they're going to go crazy. And Gallows, they... 
they were open about oh if their contract when their contracts up going back to New Japan. AJ said it that if his contract is up with WWE when it's up, well, he's he retiring. He's done. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he what? Resigned what, just now, what but... do they really care if they if they that's what I'm saying against him and say all right, we'll say what we want and all right, we'll deal with the consequences. What's AJ's contract's up? He don't give a damn. That's He's what going to retire. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. And you don't think AEW, New Japan, everybody's going to eat him pay up out two seconds. Wallet seven. to pick, get Gallows and Anderson? The Khan family will sell Come the Jaguars on, if they have to. <laughs> they will sell the that's Jaguars. That's just adding on to, to your get tag the team division. So, that's a good segue. Segways. So, a little segue way. <laughs> For a certain. T- top superstar who will not be getting signed by New Japan or AEW or Impact. He was teasing the AEW hard. He was teasing it hard, but the troll that that man is. <laughs> Randall Keith Orton re-signs with the WWE, got a new contract. Because he yeah, was he w- There was no it way was, he was leaving. All that, He's not going to fight Sammy Guevara or Guevara, wherever he called him. I'm pretty sure all that was just him trying to get leverage. Uh, he wants, he knows what he was He was like, hey, um, remember the Randy Orton contract? I want an even better Randy, Randy Orton contract. contract. He, he and it's just like, well, was. damn, I got to give it to you. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that is it for the, for news. the news. Well, typically we like to cover Raw and SmackDown individually. But I feel like this week they kind of were so similar. We can kind of just lump them into one coverage. Yeah. So yeah. the kind of the the overarching story in all of WWE right now is Survivor Series. Yes, it is. And everyone's invading each other for the sake of Survivor well, technically, Series. Technically, we've had two in, invasions so far. NXT's invading Raw and SmackDown, and then Raw invaded NXT on Wednesday. Yeah, but there was. Uh, I mean, let's go through it. Anyway. Let's go through it. Anyway. Um, so, basically, Raw, the highlights of Raw were, again, the invasion angles that they pulled out from NXT, much like SmackDown. Not as well, though, and I think this is kind of indicative of what everyone's always said about WWE. When their back is against the wall, they pull out some really good stuff. Yes, they do. But when you let them That's actually true. sit there on their own devices, they run into the wall. And that's pretty much what happened on Raw this week. I feel like they tried to recycle the well. Like, again, we got uh, a title match for Adam Cole's NXT Championship. Who? Adam Cole by Bay's NXT Championship. And it's like, just because we got a banger of a match out of him and DB on Friday mm-hmm. does not mean that you need to recycle it on Monday with Seth Rollins. And let's, let's stop real quick and, like, give kudos to DB doing the job for a lot of younger talent this year. Ali, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Cole Bebe. Mm-hmm. And look at the little weasel that Seth Rollins <laughs> is. Can't even do the job. Can't lose clean nope. to Adam Cole. Nope. nope. Come on, man. Come on, man. And, and that's kind of my issue with, like, like again, SmackDown, <laughs> when you have bare bones, we got to figure this out. Banger of a show. Yep. Raw, it's like, oh, let's do that. But our way, junk. Pure junk. Like the 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 best segment of the entire show might have been Baszler and and Becky Lynch's promo, which all that really did was make Bailey feel like an afterthought. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Because they, they have a great face-to-face interview thing. And then it's, the whole time is like, I'm not forgetting about Bailey, but blah, 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 forget about Bailey. I'm not forgetting about Bailey either, but blah, 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 forget about you know, Bailey. It's kind of like, like, oh. like WrestleMania, where it yeah. was yeah. Ronda and Becky... And, and Charlotte was, was thrown, thrown in. in there, and it was an after, like she felt like an afterthought. But this is almost the reverse, where theoretically it would have been Bailey versus Becky, and Shayna was thrown in, but now Bailey, Bailey's the one who feels like the afterthought. But but that comes down to how they treat Bailey, mm-hmm. and they haven't treated her well in this in this trio feud. Yeah, which on SmackDown again, Baszler just comes out, jumps her, walks out. That doesn't do anything for making Bailey feel significant in this trio feud. I mean, we need Bailey to come out. On, Bailey's got to do NXT something, and she needs to beat up Shayna Baszler. She needs to do something. Well, you know they're not gonna do. And that's the thing. If you look at it, two weeks in a row, she's beat up Bailey. When she went with Becky, it was just that face face to face. You yeah. didn't do nothing. Y'all talked. So basically, you're making Bailey feel like yo, you're, you're like the third string quarterback that. We'll, we'll, if we need you, we'll pull you in. It's but terrible. This is not going to be mostly about you. We're gonna, you come in once in a while. We're gonna knock you right back out. Don't do that. Especially if Bailey is just turned heel. We're trying to get her over as his new heel. And in this trio, we've had her get jumped twice, while the other two have come out unscathed. Yeah. That. That's backwards booking. I mean, she did say something tonight on on SmackDown. That she is one of, I think, only two. She's a Grand Slam champion. She's the only Grand Slam champion. The only, only. Yeah, because Charlotte hasn't won the uh, the uh, Uh, Alexa. Alexa. She was never the NXT. Never NXT Women's Champion. Oh yeah, you're right. Bailey's the only Grand Slam champion that won all. So you can't think of her as an afterthought because then that's just like. The Grand Slam Championship means nothing now. Now, it's, yeah, it's not like no. it's not like it. It was like in the the early nineties or the 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 mid nineties when but it Sean shouldn't matter. Yeah, but it doesn't anymore. One hundred percent, and that's kind of like part of all this of this whole thing. Bailey's on there talking about being the Grand Slam Champion, telling you she's a Grand Slam Champion because you didn't know, but you because didn't. no one cared. But when she said it, did they pay attention to that? And that's my no. point. But I think it's, it's like it's, she's it's, your Grand Slam Champion, and yet she's getting punked out. Exactly. But I think it's like Shade said. It's not like back when it was Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, where there was only the World Title, the Tag Title, and the Intercontinental. That when it was when it's simple of a of just a the triple small, crown. Exactly. But when you add in. Seven other titles that you got to try to win, but they can make the Grand Slam feel like it matters based on how they treat the people who have accomplished that. Bailey is your only Grand Slam champion in the history of, of WWE Women's Wrestling. For now, for now, and for now in their history, mm-hmm. she's the only one, and she's getting punked out for, on a week to week basis. For That's example, insane. They say that Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. in at. The main roster level, all of them are Grand Slam champions. They'll talk about that, but why don't you do it when Bailey brings it up? Because you're not, you don't see her as a main priority. You're not, it's you're seeing her as a third string person <clears throat> again. You know what they need to do, and they won't do it? Bailey needs to show up on Raw and and just unload on Becky. She needs to show up on Raw. She needs to NXT. show up on Raw. The problem and is, she can't do NXT because NXT is trying to build to War Games. So you can't look. You can't let Shayna look too weak. So, I think you go after Becky. 
The the problem. But they is, won't do it because they're scared of touching Becky. The problem is the Bailey's heel work isn't believable right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't you mean believe just new makeup isn't believable. You put new makeup, new song, and now now that Bailey has a new song, oh, Sasha, Sasha has a new oh song. Oh my god, Please, it's so horrible. bad. That, that, that song it's was so bad. Oh my it, god, it, it's so bad to the point that I don't even want to speak about it. It's a it's a mix of her old regular old, regular and then with the Snoop Dogg dog remix. Yeah. It's like the, I, I'm pretty sure all it did was take the Snoop Dogg rap from that WrestleMania. Was it 32? Yeah, I think so. I inserted and then just threw that in there with some like heavy beats and I was like, bro, let's turn, let's it turn had, the song came on. The <laughs> three of us were just like, wow. Yeah. Let's turn off all the lights, put the spotlight on her, and let's see how they act to it. It was so no. bad. No. It's like, the second no. everything went off, no. I was like, no, what's this? No, I don't care. Your, your song, no. No. Ba- no. Bad WWE. Bad. Why? Why do you... Ugh. You act like the song is gonna. Oh, I, oh, she, she's, she, I, she's my favorite now because her song. No. And uh, it's not like her music was bad. overtly face. No. Or heel. It was. It's a it good was in, song. Yeah. That just it's Bailey's was Bailey's overtly was, yeah. face. Exactly. Yeah. You when, had to change Bailey's music. When Sasha was heel, she had the same uh, song. The same song, and it worked perfectly fine for her. But I feel like Bailey doesn't know how to really really be a she's heel. never been a healer yeah. entire because if you see what she does she's coming out she's mad plain face and she stands there and raises the belt like alright yo I'm like, almost 100% certain she's never like, been a can you a put some feeling in into it entire life like you on the mic you're telling Corey Graves and Michael Coles to tell the fans to shut up and all so yo put that into show us something please show us something show us some emotion Thank you. You can't just be so um, uh, stoic. You yeah. sat like, there for the first like five minutes on at the table, like, and, the, and then she's like, okay, so she gets attacked during their match on Smack, um, that during Sasha and <clears throat> Nikki Cross's match on SmackDown, and she's acting like a brat because Nikki Cross put the the headphones in, and oh, she's yeah. like wiping them. So I wanted to bring that up. Now, you're right. She's wiping them, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if she is trying to get her own heel character over, she should be the one complaining about it, right? Corey Graves was doing the work for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's upset. I think she's upset because Nikki Cross had the headphones on. Oh, she's upset. She's telling... Corey Graves is telling the audience why Bailey is upset. Yeah. Instead of Bailey... Being the one going, this is disgusting. I can't believe this. I have to put this headset on now he, with this girl's sweat. Yeah. All she did was said was, "Are you gonna get me a new headset? Am I gonna get a new headset or what?" No. Corey's was doing the work for her. Corey's basically. doing the work for her. And this just shows how good Corey is. <clears throat> it just, it just shows how good Corey is. I think we 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 all had enough of this topic right but now. But Raw and SmackDown, uh, SmackDown today was just was man. That two, was a dud. Like, I prefer a bad show, because then we could talk and joke about it. This was just boring. Like the, We had the... The, the main the, event was was Brandon and, and Roman, and, and the way it ended, Bobby Roode and, and Ziggler coming out and distracting him, and then he hits him with the end of days, and... Like, it, it, exactly. What it, is this? I, bro. I mean, we only had one NXT running for this yeah. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
But Raw, I mean, Raw had probably the, one of the best NXT run-ins. And it had a good segment uh, with Seth Rollins in the ring uh, getting interrupted by the King of Kings. Who right. also had the Undisputed Era there. And Triple H is like, yo, anytime that you've come to me, you've always been rewarded with gold. Come back to NXT, man. It would help your career. It'll never happen. And Seth is just like, yeah, but I want the big money, uh, big match money. I want, I want to be John Cena. His ego has gone to his head so much that he, mm-hmm. he now, oh, well, Cena's out of the picture. He will see that the, NXT he, would be a demotion for 100%, him. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. He, he will not take it in stride. He doesn't want to be that guy where it's like, well, I don't want to go and ma- let these guys get over on me when I'm at the top of the mountain right now. Yeah. So, my biggest issue with Raw, <coughs> and then we can move on to probably the best part of the wrestling week, which is the Wednesday Night Wars. The best part of waking up yeah. is AEW in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> NXT's invading Raw. Mm-hmm. NXT's invading SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Building up to Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You guys got you got guys like Damon Priest and uh, Dominic Dominic Dajakovic, Keith mm-hmm. Lee, Matt Riddle. Oh, I don't I don't even know. Tough guys, you know, big Man, guys, like yeah. strong, like believable guys. Main vendors and top mid carders on NXT. Yeah. Why don't you have your Bobby Lashleys or your Rusevs or your uh, Drew McIntyres come out and save the Raw roster from the hostile invasion? Why do you have guys like R Truth? <laughs> and um, excuse me, R Truth is like a twenty-seven no, time, no, no, twenty-four no, seven champion. No, no, okay, no, all right, no, no. talking about a legend here. That, that's, We're talking about a living no, legend. No, don't do it. Like, no. <laughs> Kurt don't, Hawkins. Don't do it. Kurt don't Hawkins. Z- Zach Ryder. Like th- these are the guys that, that are running that out. Are, to they're help. they're running out to help and and they're chasing away Dijakovic and Riddle and Lee and, and Priest. Um, I, if if I'm them, I'm like, hey, screw up. <laughs> like, oh, let's go. I'll take my chances. Like what the heck? Like what how bad can it be with you? And talking about in terms of size, like yo, Dijakovic, Lee, yeah. and uh, Damian Priest, the three yeah. of them, just line yeah. them up. Because those, those are three big boys. And Dijakovic is that that boy. He, but he I, I agree with Shades. It's like why, why do you, you have your you job have, squad? No, yeah, you're right. Coming out to make the save. And, but then you have Bobby Lashley and Rusev and doing and their Drew stupid McIntyre. infidelity things. Exactly, though. like, but you. And this is Drew's more important. And now Drew's a part of it. Uh. Let's move on to the Wednesday Night Wars. Yes, I can't, please. I can't. I'll end the podcast. Right now. <laughs> Shane, please. Let's put a put a bullet on this one. I will end this show <laughs> right now. All right. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Start at the top. So. AEW kicks off with Pac versus Trent. Now, I loved this match for one or two reasons. So I see this coming up and I go, well, this will be over quickly. Yep. We know where this is going. False. That's what I thought also. They let Trent put in work. Mm. They gave this match plenty of time. They let Trent do his thing. At the end of the day, he still lost, which was like a duh. I think they gave me. 
mostly like 10 minutes out of the 15 minute time limit yeah. and they did a lot with that yeah, yeah. That, that I'm, 10 I'm happy that Trent didn't just go out there and sit yeah. you know they let him do his thing which I really really like yeah now let's talk about the finish because oh. we have to talk about the finish well, I, I I messaged this. this uh, I messaged you. <laughs> that Wednesday conversation night. was hilarious. Do we need? To I was talk like, about yo, we finish. have to talk about the finish. I, I I said the ref botched the finish. He and did. He said no. He didn't. I don't know that he, it was the no, ref. He botched. I the don't finish. know. Okay, so let let let's break it down. So, Trent is is in the prone position in the corner. The drop zone. In the drop in zone. The drop zone. Pot goes up, hits him with the black arrow. Now, the last time Pac had a match. He hit the black arrow and went straight into the brutalizer. Against, against, I don't remember who. Uh, Hangman. Okay, so this time he hits the the black arrow and goes for the pin. Ref counts one, two. Trent does not lift up his shoulder. Ref stops at two and a half. Says Trent lifted up his shoulder. Pot goes then goes into the brutalizer. So now, if this count was stopped. And Trent did not lift up his shoulder. That says to me one of two things. Don't you finish that. Either Neville was supposed to go straight for the... I'm sorry. Pac was supposed to go straight to the Brutalizer and forgot. And then so then the ref had to bail him out. That's exactly what happened. Or... Nope. Trent... No, no, no. Nope. Nope. Not even close. Or Trent forgot to kick out. And so the ref had to bail him out. I'm I'm more inclined to believe that Pac... Who uh, Trent is the constant professional. He never botches anything. Uh, the only it, time he's it, ever botched when he went to Rapongi uh, Vice. That's it. <laughs> no, no, isn't it? It's not possible. Isn't it I, possible? I, no, that no. maybe like Trent got the air sucked out of him because he got hit with the black arrow, and so he forgot to kick out. No, because is I that feel not like, possible, Jay? I, Come on. I feel like if he hit the the black arrow when he lands and he pops up, uh-huh. if he was supposed to go directly into it, Trent would have tried to at least turn his body over. He did it. I, I don't, I don't, no. I put I, that on the ref. <laughs> I put that on the ref. It just doesn't make, why, why would the ref count to two and then stop? I don't know. I, I thought we were going to get a, uh, <laughs> a Shane McMahon uh, double middle finger. Remember in the 90s? So, when you get a, a special guest referee, the referee just stops just the count. Screws you over Again, all the time. I, dude, I, re, I rewatched it like 14 times and... It was one of those two things. It's the only thing I can think of. Either Pac was supposed to go straight to the Brutalizer like he did in the past and just forgot and went for the pin and the ref bailed him out or Trent was supposed to kick out and he forgot and the ref bailed him out. Or maybe they would just press for time and he hit the black arrow. But then why would the ref kick out without the shoulder coming up? It doesn't make any sense. The ref botched it. If the finish, like, if the finish is the finish, then why would the ref not go for the finish? Botched. <laughs> Someone messed up. <laughs> One of those three gentlemen dropped the ball. End of story. Okay. That, that uh, they did. That they did. It was a good you, match. You, you know who didn't drop the ball, though? Oh, oh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Here we go. I almost <laughs> want to save this for last because I swear I can write an entire, like, 17-page monologue about this. We go could, ahead. but if go we ahead. save it for last, then we're go just... Ahead. Who did not drop the ball? Shades, please tell me. Please. Tell everybody. Please. That damn Cody. Oh my <laughs> god, boy! For the for those who wow. are non-believers in AEW or what Cody's doing or what the Bucks or are just doing. in Cody in general, like if you don't believe in him because of his old gimmicks, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, this... Uh, that's, that was implied. Well, you said what Cody and the Bucks yeah, and everyone so. Well, doing. I was saying, if you were... Like a fan of Cody's before? If you didn't believe in what Cody was doing before. Oh, okay, yeah. It's implied because of the whole Stardust thing or the yeah, yeah, dashing yeah. Cody Rhodes right. thing. Yeah. Or... Uh, let, let's exclude the boxer or, or Kenny. I want, I want this to focus on Cody. Because this was... Definitely promo of the year. It has to be in consideration, if not automatic. Yeah. And I will go as far as to say maybe top ten promos in all of wrestling in the history you won't the, find me arguing. No. The passion, the fire, the emotion. He hit so many points. Mm-hmm. And he did he, them yeah. fluidly in succession. And he did it concisely. It was just all like, okay, I have to get across Jericho's a hypocrite. I have to get across that this is about me and not about my dad. Mm-hmm. I have to get across this announcement. I have to get across. Like, there's so much he had to check off in this promo. And he, and he just said, check, And check, he did check, not. Check, and you check, know how, check. like, when they do promos, like, they try to mesh it all together to try to get it all out quickly? He took his time it was with fluid. it. He, he made was sure, fluid. And he made you feel every point he was making mm-hmm. you felt. I looked at it, I was like... I got chilled. I'm not going to lie, I got chilled. I was like, yo, am I watching an Attitude Era promo with Stone Cold and The Rock? And, like, yo, his promo... Like, he... I... I, I agree with Shades. Some, it, at some point, it, the promo, it's I got definitely chills. a top 10 promo. And, like, if I if I have to say it, the passion he had and how he went, I would say top 5 promo. I mean, people promo. are comparing this to his father's Hard Times promo. It's very possible. Yeah. Like, you can make... You can definitely you can make, make the... Uh, the, the Comparison. Yeah. Um, there's only one thing that I want to take away from his his whole uh, speech. Okay. I don't think we needed the announcement. I 100% agree. I 100% agree, and I don't like the announcement either. I, I don't. Like, I don't like that stipulation. It, it feels too WWE for mm-hmm. me. 1,000. I could not have said it better myself. When, uh, when they said that there's an announcement... I thought it was going to be something to the effect of, if I don't beat Chris Jericho at uh, full gear, mm. I will not wrestle for <clears throat> AEW anymore, or I, like mm. something to that like nature. Mm-hmm. The fact that he says if he doesn't beat Chris Jericho, he will not challenge for the world championship anymore, and it's not one of those like little loopholes where it's like I won't challenge for the title as I, long as Chris Jer- Jericho. Yeah, 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 champion. yeah. No. It was full stop. It was full yeah. stop. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what? I don't. If I don't win, that's it. I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. And my problem with that is, so early in AEW's history, you're gonna like pigeonhole yourself to that, or you're a liar. Yeah. You know, and and I don't like that either. You're, either you're gonna go ahead and make this like this declaration, which is just either gonna be a spoiler, you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot. Or you're a liar. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to renege on it, mm-hmm. and it's going to make you and the company look no bad because it's just like, all right, WWE's done this before now, so like you guys are supposed to be different. Now the only way to escape that is he has to win. Yeah, and that sucks because uh, now agree. you know who's gonna win. 
but that's the thing like you just said if he say I don't want him to win say it whoever I Jericho, want it to be more of a build like say no, I, if, I, I need Jer- I don't want any titles to change hands this weekend I agree Nah, wait, what titles on the line? What titles on the line? So far, just Riho and Jericho, right? So far? No, SCU versus the Lucha Brothers versus Private Party. Titles are on the line? Yeah, we'll get to that in the predictions, okay. though. Okay. I, I feel like the thing with what Cody's saying, that he'll never wrestle for the title again, either he's going to stick to it, with you do stick to it, is... I can't imagine. What are you really going to do? You're just going to do... You don't have no There's no mid card belt. There's no. nothing that he can do. I th- there's no way he can actually stick to it. So that's why this is a spoiler. It's like now we know unless unless what is their thing? What is their thing? Wins and losses. Not not even the wins and losses. We do things that are unexpected. Right. People think that Nyla Rose is going to win. Right. Riho wins. Right. People think the Lucha Brothers are going to win. Right. SCU wins. Right. People think, now that I've made this announcement, Chris Jericho is going to lose. I'll be the new AEW champion. But that's not going to happen. I'm going to lose to Chris Jericho, and I will never be able to challenge for the AEW championship. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't, but that's the thing. Is he really... He's, he's really never going to hold a championship... For this, for AEW, that's nuts. I mean, unless he's that's going to get more into, like, getting out of the wrestling and going more into No, nah, he's, he's in still the in the back. prime of his career. He, he's not going to No, I know that, but I'm saying, like, maybe he don't want to be champion. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We need to Like, need what, to what did Kenny yeah, say, though? We can sit on this for days. Yeah, we can sit on this is days. Four or five different street podcasts, but... Um, Long, the long and the short of it was, if you haven't watched this promo, please watch. do. All Elite Wrestling, AEW, they have it on their YouTube channel. You can watch it whenever you want. It's 10 minutes, and just this is what promos are supposed to be. I mean, let's let's move on to the promo that happened afterwards from Chris Jericho. <laughs> the video package. <laughs> the, oh God, uh, the parody the of Cody's uh, hype package. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go through the whole video. Oh, <laughs> but it's brilliant. It's, it's so uh, brilliant. Sammy Guevara talking to uh, Le Champion <laughs> about low-calorie bubbly or better-tasting bubbly. The spoof of, of Brandy and Cody. Talking about their meetings. And right, Chris, right, right. Chris gets up and kisses, kisses Sammy on the head. Well, and I'm just like, um, <laughs> once I saw that, I was just like... We were in for magic. I, I buckled up. <laughs> I was like, here we go. Ready for I was like, here one. we go. Like, something's going to happen. Bro, we had a Virgil sighting. <laughs> we, like, you, we, his aunt's church friend. His aunt's friend from, from church. church. Uh, who says, I have Jake no doubt. Jake is just standing Who's there that? like a statue. Like, yo, Jake Hayes is just standing there. Just standing there. And you're, you're not saying it. You're just... I love the, the, the aunt's friend. I always knew Chris Jericho would become the AEW champ. <laughs> I've known Chris since he was 12 years old. And all I don't he know. wanted to do was be AEW champion. It's just like... Virgil's like, I don't know what a goat is. I'm not a farmer. But Jericho's the greatest of all time. That, like, that, oh, my God. This just shows how great 
brilliant. Conti- the brilliance of Chris Jericho. Yeah. But this is what happens when you let performers be themselves. When you give them freedom and resources to go ahead and like get themselves and your show over. Yeah. Cuz this wasn't just about Jericho. He got himself over, the inner circle over, Cody over, and the match, which sells the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it's all done in a small five-minute video package. It's amazing. It's amazing. I think amazing. it was just like a big F you to Cody. Like, I don't care about you. But it's, it's, it's And it's, it's perfect because it, we got Cody's earth-shattering promo yeah. followed by Jericho's comical just, video package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they both did what they were supposed to do Perfectly. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I love Wednesday nights. Let's move on. The next match we had was Private Party versus Dark Order for third place of the tag team tournament. I didn't like this, by the way. I wasn't crazy about it. They had these weird, like, medals. They had were, the, 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 or the big three the on them. Fruit Loop. Yeah. Like, prize box medals. I was like, Ugh. <coughs> I was like, oh, AEW, you don't need this. You don't, don't but it's do an it. excuse for a match. Don't do fine. it. No, you, fine. You can have the match, right? You don't need the freaking medals. The medals, yeah. You don't need the medals. Come on. It's goofy. So, Private Party wins, and it just has me asking the question that we ask every week. Can Dark Order ever get over? No. I don't... It's, They're I don't, not good. They've got... Leave them off TV for a while, figure it out, and then come back. This ain't working. This ain't working. It's not working. Not even a little bit. Next, we had a lady tag match. Lady... Uh, yeah, this one was... Ladies. Emmy um, Sakura and Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter, we just saw for the first time. I think it was two weeks ago. In, in Britsburg. Yeah. Uh, versus Riho and Shauna, who we just saw last week, and was signed full-time after her match last week. So good mm-hmm. for Shauna. Um, I'm not going to lie. This match was a dud for me. Yeah. I was not about it. And I, I'm all about... I'm a huge proponent for women's wrestling, but this was this was not it. This not, match not, was, e- not even a little bit. It really wasn't. And it's hard... and It's not hard, but it's... <clears throat> it's a little concerning... That Riho's last three matches mm-hmm. have not been good matches. Mm. And she is... I mean, she's still over. Her music and hits I, and the crowd's all about I, Riho. No, it's not about her being over or not. It's more about, like, she's your top champion right you now. You want her to put on good matches whenever she's You want her to put on good matches. Right now, she hasn't. Sure. For sure. Maybe at the pay-per-view we'll get something, but as of right now, it's a no-go, bro. What I do like is that they took nothing and gave us a story within, like, a match, so that now there's at least some storyline going into Saturday. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, we're getting Emmy versus Rio at Saturday? Okay. But by the end of the match, they had kind of played the story enough, and especially with, with uh, Emmy going over on Rio, where I was like, oh, okay. Now this has some weight to it for Saturday when before this match I thought it had no weight. So good on them to do that at least. Yeah. Sean Spears, the chairman. The chairman. The chairman man. Being accompanied to the ring by Tully Blanchard. But the most. Tessa Blanchard's daddy. Her papa. Her Makes absolute quick work of Brandon Cutler 
who is just there f- talent enhancement. I'm tell- I feel like there's a story brewing with, with Brandon Cutler, man. Like that underdog. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I don't care. I, I feel don't it. Care. I don't want that though. It's too. It's too uh, hokey. You like a feel good story. Yeah, we all do. Who doesn't? I don't. I'm a You're miserable. A I'm a miserable, miserable man. <laughs> He's a miserable, miserable person. And our uh, main. Well, hold on. After the match, Sean Spears tries to attack Brandon Cutler with the chair and give him another Death Valley driver onto the chair, but then Joey Janela comes out, makes a save because we're going to get Joey versus Sean Spears on Saturday. You summed it up in, in like 20 I, seconds. That's I, all we needed. <laughs> That's all you need. I don't think Shades really cared about that part. <laughs> and I love Joey Janela. But you could have had MJF come out. I think that But MJF already ran down Brandon Cutler like the opening yeah. night of yeah. So yeah, it makes oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. as you were saying. The main event. El main evento. El main evento. Chris Jericho. La Champion. Sammy Guevara. Taking on Hangman Adam Page and the cleaner Kenny Omega. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, tag team match. I didn't get to watch this match. One, I was a sports <coughs> and wrestling and being tired from work do not mix. I didn't get to see the ending of this match because I was flipping back and forth between the Ranger game, the Knicks game, NXT, AEW, and trying to fight the urge of falling asleep. It's like night. The match was fine. I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, I was about to say, I've seen it. It, was, it, it. it wasn't, oh my God, match. It was okay. They gave him like 10 minutes. Yeah, this was, was more about propelling the story forward. Yeah. Uh, Hager interferes so that uh, Jericho hits Hangman with the Judas effect for the pin. But it's more about what happened after the fact. Mm-hmm. Because it then becomes an all-out brawl. And what I liked about this is it really shows that there's each wrestler has their own thing going on. But at the end of the day, they're all one unit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have Kenny's doing his thing versus Mox, right? You have the Bucks who are doing their thing versus Pride and Powerful. You got Kenny versus Jericho. You got... Um, who else is involved in all this? And then Sammy and, and Hager are just there. Yeah. Right? So MJF is backing up Cody, so on and so forth. So in some capacity, you have all of these wrestlers who are, like, Box comes out to go after Kenny, but then he also doesn't care for these guys, so at some point he attacks, who was it? I think Proud and Powerful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, it, it was... <coughs> It was anarchy. It was simultaneously cartoonish and amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, I'm like, okay, this bro's getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you have Nick Jackson jumping off of the state, off of the Titantron thing into, like, a sea of people, and Jericho purposely grabbing a cameraman to where the camera falls mm-hmm. so that you have that shot of... I'm like, this is, this is great. This is dumb, entertaining brawl. And I'm like, this is how you go home to a pay-per-view. This is this was a a top notch go home show for a pay per view. What was the last time we saw a go home that made sense that we were like, and that's how you go home? I was gonna say I don't know if it was top notch, 
but it was definitely better than the go home shows that we're accustomed to. Yeah. The only thing that fell flat, in my opinion, like really fell flat, was the women's tag match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything else served the purpose, and even that served the purpose of Saturday. The match was just a dud. Mm, I agree. Everything served the purpose. Everything moved you towards Saturday, which is what a go home show is supposed to do. It's supposed to take whatever you're watching and make you want to watch Saturday. It's a continuation. Mm-hmm. This is, okay, and now we're here for the pay-per-view. And that's what this show did from top to bottom. Okay, so if, if AEW did a good job at their go-home show, mm-hmm. did NXT help push their storylines along going into War Games and Survivor Series? Boy, did they. So NXT kicks off with Video footage of the OC jumping the Undisputed Era before the show. And AJ's like, that's what's called a receipt, boys. Show kicks off proper with the it's OC and... Say again? Uh, yeah, I was like, a receipt. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about using wrestling terms. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah wrestling terms, baby. <laughs> show kicks off proper with the OC in the ring, talking about, we're taking over your ring, this is our ring now, blah, blah, blah. So this is the first time we're getting... Raw or SmackDown superstars invading NXT. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, what are you going to do? All your champions are out because they just jumped the Undisputed Era. Yeah. That's the downfall of having all your champions in one stable. If someone goes after that stable, all your champions are out. It's an interesting little, like, little... Just a basement. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, basement. So then comes out Ciampa and then Riddle Well, and then Lee. Before Riddle and Lee come out, Tommaso Ciampa... He's kind of running down the main roster. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Where yes, yes. he's just like, like everyone kept asking me, Tommaso, when are you coming down to the? When are you going to the main roster? When are you going to the main roster? And he goes, AJ, welcome Come to, to the, the main, main roster. roster. And I was like, Ah, <laughs> ah he there got him there. Yo, fire. you can't talk to AJ like that's. <laughs> we did, but he, but did. he did. And then, so yeah, so then Riddle and Lee come out, and that's when I like switched the channel because I was just like, ah, like I didn't really need Riddle and Lee to have a six man. I was like, I saw where that was going, right, six man right, tag right. between the old traditional WWE style, exactly. So like, hmm? we had that set up for later. Uh, this is kind of where like w- the NXT kind of falls for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is there they're kind of. They open strong, yes. they, they end strong, and the they middle. kind of like flatline in the middle. Yeah. Whereas AEW open strong, and then they like, they, you get your peaks and valleys, you get your ebbs and flows, and then they end op- uh, perfectly, you right. know, like fine. So we have Pete Dunne defeating Damian Priest. Okay, cool. Nice. I guess this feud's over now, finally. Well, didn't Priest After beat like him last weeks? week, and now Dunne beat yeah, him this yeah. week? Yeah, who cares? They're trading wins right now. Sure. Tanera Conti defeats Satana Garrett. This is one of those... So NXT's always been... And this is when we talked about NXT going to USA Live, was they had to do developmental stuff. They mm-hmm. still have to do that stuff. I'm glad they're still doing it. This is their developmental match for the week, I guess. Yeah. okay. So fine. Tanera Conti... So, oh, I'm sorry. Conti's gone from her name. Yeah, That's just Tanara. Yeah. Because, again, WWE hates last names. Mm-hmm. Then we pick back up again. We get Baszler versus Dakota Kai... And I feel like before Dakota Kai's injury, she was treated like a like a a jobber to the stars kind of. 
Yeah. And now they're actually letting her be legit. She lost, but it was a good match. Yeah. Of course, we are, we've already had the announcement of the war games. So what did we get? We had a big old hoopla, or as hoopla. I call, as I like to call it, a kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> we had all the women come out, featuring a brand new party to the to the a brand new member to the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at you, look at you, salivating. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> bro. The whole time, as soon as she comes out, I swear to God, she comes running out. I go, Jason. <laughs> Jason. So, yeah, Mia Yim I, comes out with a kendo stick, and she just unloads on any heel that she can find. Wax them all. I think at one point she almost hit Shayna Baszler square in the face, mm-hmm. and I was like, you need to be careful, young lady. That woman is the future of this company. Mm-hmm. Needs to simsim I think she hit Jessamine. Jessamine Duke? In the face. She hit, some, she some hit somebody she, in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be an improvement to Jessamine Duke, son. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's a Republican burn. bitch. Come on, son. You ain't got to do that, Trace. You ain't got to Disrespect. So, at the end of the brawl, uh, they're interviewed backstage, and Rhea Ripley's like, I found my fourth member of uh, for War Games. She's like, me, him, and poor Dakota, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai had that face. <laughs> so, you see it in the back. Oh my like, you hear the God. music in the back of her face. She's like, oh. when you try your best, <laughs> but you don't succeed. <laughs> Bro, the sadness. I, I so listen. I felt so heartbroken for her, as someone who maybe once or twice has been left off of a team or two in gym class. Bro, I, this oh, man, that hurt my soul. And she's like, "I'm sorry, just you know, Mia." She's like, "No, you earned it, Mia." I'm like, "She, she earned it how? Uh, one, one brutal attack. Beating with, everybody with a kiss. One stick? time. First of all, you guys have never been hit with a kendo stick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she earned her spot. In that I'm so saying, like, I know she earned her spot. The girl shows up to the party one time, does one party trick, and then she's in. Like, that's uh, it. She, I'm like, she man. Five people with a kendo stick. I was like, poor Dakota Kai. So <laughs> Miriam is a, the final member of Ripley's Ripley. face team for War Games. Oh. Poor, poor Kai. Rhea Ripley a face now. So weird. Right? Yeah. yeah. Still can't get over it. Next, we had some more wrestling, wrestling, where we had Angel Garza defeating Tony Nese. Sure. Just, they're still pushing Garza. Yeah. Um, he's facing, what the heck is his name? Uh, you love him. He was a short guy. Lashley. Lash- oh, Lil Rush. Lil Rush. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, this was the number one contenders match. He- was it? Because I, I thought um, so. I thought Garza won the number one contenders match already, and uh, I could have sworn I could be wrong. Building to this uh, cruiserweight cha- championship match. Either way, you're not touching Leo Rush. I don't know, man. They're big on Garza. Nah, baby. Leo uh, Rush. I think. It's too much money in Leo Rush. There's a lot more money in Garza. <laughs> Next match. Anyway, next match was. <laughs> now I feel like NXT loves to highlight their wrestling. And if Garza and Nisa didn't do it for you from the Cruiserweight division, how about some Dominic Djokovic versus Isaiah Swerve Scott? This is just going to be one of those matches where, like, hey, you want some wrestling wrestling? Like some indie wrestling? Yeah. There I, you go. I, I'm not a fan of I, I, Isaiah Swerve. He's a talented He's a, he's a talented wrestler. No, he's talented by all means. Like, he's... There's, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not sold on him. him. I'm not sold on him. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I need to see a little bit more. This is my... But same thing happened match. to me with Djokovic. Oh, I'm, I don't care about it. I wasn't sold at him at all, and then he had his first match with Keith Lee, and I was like, 
Oh, okay. You for win. me, like I got built on Keith Lee. It was a slow oh, build for God, me. I love Keith Lee. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, you know this guy can go. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can this, go. I was already there. That's why I was this already match there. Was me going to make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for it very much. So much like AEW, let's move over to NXT's main evento. So we have the, the three on three Z's and uh, whatever. Is that right? But that's not what we're here for. Nope. No, we're here for the ending. Yes. Things break down, ends in a no contest. We have the Undisputed Era make their way back. And someone else comes out. The man, who, who the myth, prince. the legend, the prince. The, the, real, the real the rock and roller. <laughs> so Balor comes out. He does his Balor thing. AJ's in the middle of the ring by himself. Balor's standing at the at the ramp by himself. They're the only two people left standing. And AJ throws up the two sweets. Balor gives him the guns. Oh my god. Oh my god. I shook. I swear I shook. I said, oh my god. Shay's oh had an god. orgasm right there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> I got a pet in my chest. I can't breathe. Bro. It was everything. Oh my god. Yeah, it it was. was everything. Oh. And my thing oh, 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 now oh. is like, are you guys going to keep building to this uh, so, pseudo bullet club thing or no? So that's where the shook ended. Yeah. Because after I, I, I was, you know, I was done tweaking in my couch for a bit, I was like, okay, now let's break, let's get back to reality. The OC's on Raw. Finn still on, is going to be on NXT. WWE loves to do these teases because they know that it makes the marks pop. Mm-hmm. We saw this years ago when they were in that backstage segment the first time that they crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And they smiled at each other and then kept it moving. Then we had the match at, was it TLC? With AJ. AJ versus Finn. Finn. Yeah. And then they two-sweeted each other. And then ever since then, it's like in passing. We had Gals and Anderson team up with Finn for one match for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to AJ. We loved it. And I tweaked. We'll get nothing else from it. Like, That's we'll get it. nothing more. That's it. I think, I think we won't... See, they're just going to wait until the next time they're in the same building... Give us another tease. Maybe next Survivor Series. Who knows? I'm not, I am I don't trust WWE to give us what we want. I mean, that once they left it at that, I think that was where everything was at. I mean, what are they going to do? Have a, a, a two-show stable? Yeah. The OC on Raw, and then Finn is going to be like the, the NXT branch of the OC? This is a motorcycle club. That's what I'm saying. Like, the NXT chapter. I don't think that's not gonna happen. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's silly. Yeah, silly, silly Billy. So that ends NXT. Now for our real rock and rollers, meat and potatoes. We have AEW's full gear. Well, before we do that. Oh yes, I forgot. We're building a garden here, shades. Yeah, we're not Mm. building a garden here. We're building a forest. Ooh, ooh. Well, I did. And I, I completely did. forgot about this. You know, in the professional in the world of professional wrestling, there's some good seeds. There is definitely some bad seeds. But at the end of the, but at the end of the day, they all give us the glorious trees that are professional wrestling. So shades. And Jason. 
Let's talk about our good seeds and bad seeds for the week. Let's plant some seeds. Let's plant some plant seeds. Plant some seeds. So, um, I guess we have a system as to how this goes down now. Yeah. So, I will kick it off kick with it off. our, my, mm-hmm. rather, good seed. Go for it. A lot to choose from. <laughs> a lot to choose from. I mean, is isn't anything except Cody's promo. <sighs> And I didn't want to do it because I know that you're probably choosing the same seed. But it was between this or Jericho's uh, parody video. Right. Like right. That, the, for me, those were just two of the best things that happened to me and to wrestling this week. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. is my good seed. Okay. My bad seed is was going to go to Raw's... Lana, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, love triangle thing. Okay. You said was. But it's not. Okay. It will go to Pac botching the end <laughs> of that match. Not Trent, as so many people believe. <laughs> I was <laughs> So we got some good, we got some bad from... Shades from AEW. Alright. Cash. I would have to agree with Shades on Cody and Jericho's promos. Just. Well, you can only choose one. I would go more with Cody's. Okay. It was just. You don't hear promos like that anymore. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. Bad Seed. I have to say it's the referee's botch. <laughs> I would have to, if you look at the whole show, there was they had matches that weren't. Oh wow! But he didn't pick a shoulder up, man. The the, bot, the, the botch finish yeah. was it was really rough. He didn't really pick rough. a shoulder up. That's okay. Funny. Well, whether like Shade said, whether it was Pac's fault, the ref's fault, Trent because he was just whoa, supposed to whoa, roll over. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I'm saying that. I'm just saying the botch. Say I'm just saying the botch kind of like. I mean, they they try to throw dirt on it. Like, all right, let's try to get that out of the way. But the botch it was. It's now. It's over the internet now, so you can't hide it. So okay, Mr. Thrill. Let me so, see where you plant that seed. My good seed. I'm hesitant about this because I I don't want to feel like I'm I'm biased, but. I gotta be honest. My good seed goes to AEW Dynamite as a whole. Oh! And I say that because, as I was just saying previously, everything about this show rolled you towards full gear on Saturday. Yes, sir. To me, this is what a go-home show is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you interested. It's supposed to get you excited. It's supposed to propel you from where you were to where you're going. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this did that perfectly. (laughs) Whether between Cody's promo, the video package, the the women's match where we finally got some story to play with, the you know even Sean Spears and Brandon Cutler, which involved uh, uh, Joey Janela in the end, everything about this show, except for arguably Pac versus Trent, did something to guide you towards 
full gear. So to me, perfect go home show. AW Dynamite for this week as, a, as an entirety gets my good seed. And your bad seed. Similarly, my bad seed is going to go to this week's episode of SmackDown. Oh, okay. Boo. While we had botches and we had bad matches and we had some boring, SmackDown as a whole was boring. They had one title change, which I wasn't even happy about, and the rest of the show was a snooze fest. Now, if you ask me, having a bad show is better than a boring show. Because mm-hmm. at least a bad show gives you something to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least a bad show, you can go, oh man, they could have done this, they should have done that. Ba-da-da-da. You can point at something and laugh at it. You can make fun of something. You can pull something out of bad. Bad can always be a learning experience. Bad can always give you something. <clears throat> boring is boring. Who wants to be bored? You can have a bad night out and it's still a story to tell. Right? Yeah. But if you had a boring night, who are you telling? You got nothing to speak of. SmackDown was beyond boring, and I, I just I can't forgive that. So SmackDown, you get my bad seed. That, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I was thinking singular, and you were right. thinking as a whole. Yeah. I like that. You're uh, you're branching out. Hey. That's a tree pun. That's a tree pun. Well, tree puns. We got those. We got those. All right. So so now we can move on to a very, very stacked, but still very small card of AEW's Full Gear, which will be taking place in Baltimore, Maryland, from the Royal Farms Arena. I know my man Thrill is a stickler for venues, so that's why. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) On November there you 9th, go. I was waiting 2019, for you gotta give the this date and time. Saturday. You gotta give them the date and time, baby. Starting at 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern and Specific Time. Specific. <laughs> All right. Oh, now that we got that it. out of the I way. I love it. Because Thrill is a stickler for dates, time, it. places. I love it. I love it. That made me so and happy. And geography. Yes, Let's boy. Let's go to the matches. <laughs> we got eight matches. Yes. One well, what they call the buy-in. One match for the buy-in. One match for the buy-in. Uh, no battle royal this time. No. <laughs> uh, let's go through the card order, as opposed to figuring out what's going to be where. You want to at least do the buy-in match first and then go? Yeah, yeah no, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Because it's obviously the right. buy-in. Right. Uh, let's kick us. I'll kick us off with the buy-in. B Priestley. Taking on Adam Cole, Bebe's Bebe, <laughs> Britt Baker, Thrill. Who'd you got, man? So, they've been building this feud, and I can't believe that they're going to let it end on the buy-in. So, I'm saying B's going over to propel this feud forward. Okay. Because um, if Britt wins, feud's over. Not necessarily. How not? Face wins feud over. No. It's not that's not always the case though. What would propel this this feud to go forward with Brit winning? B can cheat and we can drag this on. You have no contest. With the buy-in? Mm. Nah. Whatever. I got I got B so that we can push this forward. Probably not clean at all. 
Jason? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Will on this one. I guess that's the three of us. I I feel like they need to propel. I'm just being was the contrarian. Sure. Um, yes. Um, I think you need B to win to propel this. I agree. Also, uh, B hasn't had many singles matches, if any, on um, <clears throat> on what you call it. I agree, and, on, and if you're gonna try and build Brit as um, as your main female face, mm-hmm. and kind of have BB her uh, BB BB, and Priestley's gonna be her like her her her, her rival. Yes, then she needs to develop some legitimacy. Mm-hmm. So she needs to win some matches. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can move on. Yep. So the next match, mm-hmm. we have John Moxley, the Mox Pox, <laughs> taking on the cleaner Kenny Omega in a non-sanctioned lights out match. Mm-hmm. I don't really need these non-sanctioned mm-hmm. matches mm-hmm. for AEW. It's kind of um, gimmicky. I liked it the first time. With Janela and Moxley. Made sense. And now it feels like this is just what they do all the time, and mm-hmm. I don't need this to be done all the time. Yeah. I think this is something that should be held for, like, everyone's in a blue. Like, the blood really feuds. See- exactly. I mean, this this is working its way towards a blood feud. Right. But we don't need this yet. But we don't need this blow-off. Right. You know, like, this is... I this, agree. This is their first match. I agree. Like, this is their first match. We don't need a lights out match. Yep. Give them a regular match. Moxley yep. can go. Omega can go. We don't need a non-sanctioned lights out match. Have this feud blow off in a cage match or this or that. Like, ha- let them have a singles match first. You don't need to have a gimmick match on your pay-per-view. Could not agree with you more. But... I fully expect John Moxley to win this match. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Because remember, wins and losses matter. So they don't want Kenny to lose. So it's got to be Mox. Yeah, makes sense oh. to me. So the next match. Do we really want to talk about this match? Because no, no. This this is okay. Thank for you. sure the main event. Okay. Well, it can't be the main event. Main event because Mox and Kenny have to go on afterwards. The lights out sanction match. On sanction match. Oh. Well, it's not part of the... What's yeah, anyway. It's not, a paper, it's not a main event. The Bucks of Youth. Bucky Boys. Versus Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz. Who you got? I'm, I'm only going for Santana and Ortiz because they're Puerto Rican. So, did you watch AEW Countdown? No, I didn't get to. Really, really does a lot for Santana and Ortiz. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, probably. Do they have it on like their uh, TNT? It, it should be on YouTube. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, the Bucks have not won much. What? Yeah, they have. They lost in the first round. Okay. And then they've won six man tags and stuff like that. Yeah, but the Bucks have not won much. They you, lost to the Lucha Brothers. You're not gonna have Santana and Ortiz losing their first pay per view match. I, that's what I'm thinking. Also. Yeah, I'll go Santana and Ortiz. Okay. Like, my gut tells me Santana and Ortiz, but my brain is like, yo, the Bucks have to win a match. 
I don't know. Whatever. I'll go Santana and Ortiz. Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. Taking on Pac. The hangman. As JR says. Hangman. The Hangman. The Hangman. Hangman. <laughs> JR. Uh, I... Versus Pac. The, the Bastard Pac. Bastard Pac. Pac beat him their, you know, the first AEW, like, dynamite, you know? Does Hangman come back does and he get one back? I, th- I, think, 50 I, th- 50 I think he does. I think he does. I think because if he wins, we're talking 50-50 booking here. Mm-hmm. And everyone hates it. And AEW does not want to do what everyone hates. I think Pac goes over again. Okay. That's our first uh, disagreement. Disagreement. Okay. Like it. Like it. All right. Next for the women's world championship, Riho putting her belt on the line against Emi Sakura. Who you got, brother? Uh, I think Riho retains. I said this earlier. I think oh, all yeah. the champions retain. I agree. Uh, I'm gonna renege on one of those matches, but I think I think Riho retains. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Our uh, Triple threat, our three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. SCU. SCU. SoCal Uncensored. Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky taking on, excuse me, defending their championships against the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Taking on Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark, Mark Quinn? Quinn. Okay. I always say Mark, Mark Queen. But it's no E E N. It's Mark One E. Yeah, yeah whatever. This is good. Anyway, um, again, I don't think championships are changing hands. I, I find it hard to believe that SCU is going to win the championship last week to drop it next week. Yeah, I think uh, SCU retains. Agreed. And then we have the bad boy, Joey Janela versus the chairman. Sean Spears. I love Joey. It's gotta be Sean. It's gotta be Sean. It's gotta be Sean. You know it's crazy. They they like brought him out with such gusto during the whole Cody stuff, and then and they did nothing with nothing. him. Nothing. Absolutely nothing with him. So he's got to win, and they gotta figure something out with with Sean Spears. They gotta figure something out. All right. It's the main event time. Bro, I still have no idea. I'm going to go Cody. Okay. I ha- I have no choice. Yeah. And I'm only going Cody because I know you're going to go Jericho because have no you choice. have no choice. I have no choice. So let, let there be at least two matches that we have on our list that are going to be different. I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio this morning, and Ryan Satin said something that was like, oh, my God. He goes, imagine how much. He goes, full gear takes place on Jericho's birthday. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much Jericho can do with, you took my championship and on my birthday. Oh my God, that's perfect. That's perfect. I know. Oh my Lord. I know. That's great. I'm not, I'm, I, I know. Like I almost wanted to be Cody just so we can get that. Yeah. I have no choice. I have to go Jericho because that's my boy. But man, man man alive. There's that, no wrong answer be, here. That'd be great. That will be great. Bro, that'll he'll he will run that for like weeks and you know it too. Yep. 
ever since that that jerk Cody took my championship on my birthday. Oh my god. Oh my god. So that wraps up our predictions. That is. That means that tomorrow, while you're all listening this, listening to this, we'll be prepping up to watch Full Gear Live. And that also means that that wraps up this episode of Grapples to Apples, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> As always, you've been catching us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples or Grapples, the number two, two apples. We're on Google Play Music and also on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out our social media pages at facebook.com and twitter.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two. Apples, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to get us in as many ears as possible, as many screens as possible, because we want to interact with as many of you guys as possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be, because that's who I is. Joined by... My hetero life mate. Tell him who you is. The man of the hour. Man with the power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the cop. Cream of the cop. <laughs> Cream of the cop. Crop. Rise to the top. Your boy shades. Don't forget to tune in this week and every other week after this because an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>